The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Yeah, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, veteran Fox sportscaster, who's now the voice also of the Westminster Kennel Club dog show on Fox, the great Chris Myers. First, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for Real True Car for all your car buying needs and betonline.ag, Podcast One's trusted partner in all things gaming. And hey, if you like my show here on Podcast One, you're going to love Beyond the Darkness on Podcast One. Ooh. Tune into discussions about all things paranormal with world renowned researchers and experiencers, challenging everything we think we know about ghosts, ghouls, angels, demons, aliens. Monster encounters, mysteries, and miracles. Download Beyond the Darkness every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcast. And as always, before we get to my guest, Chris Myers, time for the Waterhouse Update brought to you by Confetti. The fat confetti that won't get stuck in people's hair. For your next ticker tape parade, make it confetti. Super Bowl fallout. New England has now won six Super Bowls, so the next one's free. Bill Belichick ecstatic. His face went from withering gaze to half smirk. Julian Edelman attended a crowded postgame party, eluded everyone, and caught a 33-yard pass. Edelman won the MVP and said, This is for all the other Paleolithic-looking dudes. Just this very afternoon, the Rams missed a 57-yard field goal that would have pulled them within seven. On Sean McVay's next birthday, he'll now turn 53. Hollywood celebrity Rams fans crestfallen. No, wait, that's just bad facelifts. To mourn the Rams loss at this Sunday's Hollywood brunches, mimosas will only be filled to half mass. That NFL wrap-up brought to you by Dictators. We make your baked potato our way. NCAA hoops. Duke hammers Boston College. Zion Williamson hit a 30-foot tray that healed a blind man. NBA Lakers backed out of an Anthony Davis deal so fast they dented their rear bumper on a light post. Golf! Rain-soaked Pebble Beach Pro-Am says no penalty for running from a mudslide. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1974, the place, Stockholm, Sweden, regional basketball game, 13-year-old Mats Wormelin scored all of his team's points in a 200-72 to 72 to nothing win. Let me repeat that, 272 to nothing win. The opponents, turns out, were a lost and confused curling squad. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by the Marianas Trench Coat, featuring the deepest pockets in the business. Now, finally, 
It's talk time. My guest today, great sportscaster. He's done it all. Football, baseball, NASCAR. This coming week, he'll be describing the bone structure of Lhasa Apsos <laughs> on Fox Sports coverage of the Westminster Kettle Club show. Chris Myers. Chris, how are you? I'm good, and it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, man, you sound fantastic. I love the pipes of a true professional sportscaster. <laughs> now, I always guess the athletic uh, body type. You, uh, you have the body type, of, uh, to me, of an H-back. you got uh, Julian Edelman with <laughs> all over you. <laughs> Without the beard. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he went full bore on that. I was, uh, yeah, it, you know, with a guy like that, as little as he is, it's amazing the Rams couldn't find him at some point. Why they didn't double team or triple team him at some point in that Super Bowl, as good as their defense played, uh, that cost him. Yeah, it's like a, he was like a nine-year-old kid running through a car lot. <laughs> He's just always causing trouble. I think for all the targets, I, what he missed two that that were in his direction. So it's, it's it's Tom Brady. I mean, even when Tom Brady's bad, he's good, and his team wins. Patriots. It seems like they always win. Yeah, he's going to be uh, slinging the ball till he's. Uh, I think about fifty five. I think you that's think what he could, that would set a record. He, but you know, he really works hard and and has changed his. Uh, well, let's just say his workout routine, his diet. I mean, it's something he takes very seriously and uh, very effective. They protect him very well. They protect him well. That's the key. See, because I think pretty soon uh, he's going to be able to go full like uh, George Blanda, just like smoking in the in the in the tunnel to the locker room and uh, having booze at halftime. Still going to be able to throw. You remember Blanda? Yeah, remember Blanda was a kicker and was yeah. throwing the ball at age forty six for the Raiders. Yes. Uh, it was and he, and he was able to get it done. Yeah, they they, they were like winning with him. <laughs> I think he could have gone longer too, but he just thought, you know, something. Uh, I want to be able to read the paper in ten years. <laughs> Miami boy, right? Still, yes, sir. Uh, uh, still in your blood, Miami. Originally, yeah, I live in California now, in Southern California, but grew up. Up in the in the heyday of uh, they didn't have all the other sports teams, but the undefeated Dolphins of Don Shula. So uh, tell me this, uh, Jim kicks uh, the, the second eye. In Jim Kick's uh, name. That had to be just a typo. Because that was back in a time in America where if there was a typo in the newspaper, you had to adjust. Yeah, you just ran with it. You yeah, accepted yeah, yeah. it. And there even was no apologies or retractions or any of that. The fact that you would know <laughs> Jim Kick, that's, and, and Larry Zonka, sure. it, it wasn't spelled with a Z. It started with a C. C-Z. Yeah. O-N... Yeah, K-A. Very good. Something like that. Yeah, You're yeah, on yeah. top of that. And then Mercury Morris was the outside threat. <laughs> yes, number 22. He's the guy who makes the most noise when any team gets close to having a perfect record. Through. Oh, Remember the yeah. Patriots? He's always the one who just goes out and gets out of control about it and gives all the other Dolphins a bad name, The uh, those of the perfect season. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, some of them secretly like it. Yeah, I mean, they it just like gets a lightning rod puts them on there. the map, right? Yeah. Brings them back. Yeah, exactly. Remember, the Patriots had that perfect season when they right. went into the Super Bowl and lost to the Giants. I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's something Bill yeah. Belichick. I think there's a little something there with Don Shula, Bill Belichick. We talk about greatest coaches of all time because nobody, if you're measuring a team, 85 Bears, you want to talk Steelers. Sure. Not, the Dolphins are the only ones to go perfect all the way and win the Super Bowl. So nobody can argue with that. Yeah, nobody can argue with that. And, uh, and Belichick's going to be chasing that. Yeah. Uh, they'll be on a golf course. They'll probably be wheeling Don Shula around, but they might be wheeling Belichick around pretty soon too. He's, a lot uh, of people don't know he's ninety three. He's uh, yeah, and it, well, he acts you know close. Uh, although he's the, the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl title, so you wow. can't, can't I argue didn't know with that. this. Yeah, sixty six. That fact brought to you by Bananas, the banana guaranteed to ripen tomorrow. Your greatest <laughs> athletic moment might have been at Chaminade High right there in uh, wow. South Florida, or it could have been uh, yesterday. But now uh, you still play. What'd you put? 
would you play in high school? So I a little bit of uh, backup quarterback football, a little bit of basketball, but not good enough to make the the varsity team. So I quickly went into talking about uh, our oh, guys. You started I, young. Yeah. That's right. I even did the old uh, coda for our you know our high school guys with the, when they would announce for the family. I did the old uh, like the Bob Hope Kodak All American, but I, I had our, our team come out <laughs> and I'd try to make up some clever line, and they would stare at me and run off. So. <laughs> From a family of nine, a world of courage. It's little Jimmy Dugan. There you go. That kind of thing. It worked back then. It played. It played in Hollywood, Florida. And uh, did it attract the chicks? That's no, all that it, it didn't. Yeah, no, it, it, didn't. it didn't work at all. Yeah, I was—he's the funny guy, is what they said about me. They all went for the jocks. Yeah, you know? it's still not attracting the chicks for me. Still not working. <laughs> you're working on that, though. So, uh, so uh, maybe it was back then, or maybe it was working out. You look like you're in pretty decent shape. Uh, uh, so, a greatest athletic moment your entire life. Wow. I, yeah, I know. This is a pull. Especially for a guy who talks about sports. It was never really very athletic. I, I Wow. Even I struggled with golf. I'm playing pickleball now. I, we got into you playing what? Pickleball. You haven't played pickleball? No. What in God's you could, name is... I can't believe I haven't called a pickleball Yeah, you should yet. announce it because it is making its way to television. It's, it's should thinking. have been offered that national contract. <laughs> I'm sure they're paying 12 cents an hour. No, I'll get a call on that one. This is legitimate. It's, it's, it's taking over. There's Florida, Arizona, California, and all ages. Ages, and it's pickleball. It's pickleball. It's think oh, of brother. ping pong on a smaller tennis court. You can play singles, but mostly doubles. And you're playing. You're hitting with a paddle, and it's basically a wiffle ball. And you have to keep it obviously in that court. But you can smash it. You can float it. Drop it. You can dink it. And there's a kitchen that you can't stand in. So it's a it, it's a great wow. it's a great workout. It uh, it sounds confusing. <laughs> no, you, you you can handle it. I, I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to bone up before I call the pickleball invitation. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there are there are uh, championships in. In fact, over oh, in. I uh, bet there are. Uh, there, <laughs> in, oh, look out! He's in the kitchen. That's a two point penalty. It's, uh, in Palm Springs, over where he's they hold. He's in the den. That's a three point penalty. No, there's, only, there's, there's no, no, the, no, uh, no den. Oh, kitchen's the only Just room. The kitchen. Just there's, there's no, no no bathroom either, which is trouble. Split level uh, pickleball. <laughs> no, <laughs> but in Palm Springs, where they hold the tennis tournament over there at the uh, the tennis sure, center, sure. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. they have now put in pickleball courts that are going to hold. Their their uh, national tournament there. You know why no pickleball in Los Angeles? Because uh, the real estate's too pricey. That's, you know what a uh, kitchen costs to rent in LA? Or a remodel? Three hundred bucks a month. Yeah, remodel it. Forget it. How are we going coast to coast with a wall? I just put drywall in my bathroom. Thirty seven hundred dollars. I don't understand. So superstar, who's your teams? Do you still stick with the Dolphins? Well, I root. You for can't because you're a sport. Yes, I'm impartial, but I must admit, as a, even in Southern California, I grew up a Los Angeles Rams fan, and wow. then became a Laker and Dodger fan, so that's where the fan part of me lies. And has always, as a kid, I said I always want to go to L.A. I didn't know I'd be a broadcaster, but I wanted to be around those teams. Sure. And, uh, and, and, and it, but when I first moved to L.A., the Rams moved to St. Louis, so that hurt a little bit. But and that's now still, you took that personally. So I did. I How was could offended. you not? Yes. After all these years of my, you know, fighting my way to get to Los Angeles, fighting your way through <laughs> South Florida as a Rams fan, I'm <laughs> yes. getting to L.A. You get off the plane, Rams are flying to St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, Georgia Frontieri uh, sold. Me out, but I uh, uh, so I those are the teams. If I if you take away the announcer guy as a, as a fan, Absolutely and then you end up rooting for good, you know, you root for good guys or people you like that you've crossed yeah. paths with over the year. You hey, I hope they do well. Uh, sentimental favorites, that type of thing. That heartache brought to you by unpotable <laughs> water. The thirstier you are, the more potable it gets. All right, so listen to me. Uh, we're going to have to bypass any athletic things. Yeah, because I notice how I skipped that because I'm not it's really painful. I'm not an athlete. I think I, it's subconsciously so, very painful. It's for you. Uh, no, I. <laughs> 
I something just, happened. I just wasn't good Maybe enough. Maybe we'll uncover it here. I just wasn't good enough. Uh, uh, don't say that about yourself. Oh, you meant your athletic thing. Yeah, okay, that's what I, I meant. I thought you were breaking down on me here. <laughs> Who are your announcing influences? Uh, quite Well, believe it or not, outside of sports, I'm a big fan of uh, Johnny Carson, the king of, sure. of late yeah, night. Sure, late night. Tom yeah. Snyder, if we go way back. Tom sorry. Snyder, yeah. I, as a kid, you know, uh-huh, it's the old thing uh-huh, of staying uh-huh, up late to, yeah. to watch. And, and, you know, guys today like Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, I think are, are, are terrific talents. But yeah, I, but you hail back yeah. to the era when... Uh, yeah. When even talk show hosts uh, weren't necessarily coming out of comedy, they were, but they also had like a little bit of broadcaster in them. Yeah, and there's guy, there were guys like you know, there were singers too. Merv, uh, they actually had a little broadcaster in them. It was a surgical <laughs> procedure. It was like a lap band. It's, uh, yeah, they would stick a very tiny broadcaster inside of uh, like Johnny Carson, and then it would come out every uh, now. And you could do your do, uh, but in other words, Merv Griffin, Mike Douglas, any kind of talk show, I would I he would want I would watch, and that would kind of as a sports fan, I tried to kind of merge that with sports, but in in sports, there was certainly was, you know, Bob Costas and Howard Cosell, yeah. Chris Berman's a, you're, I mean, so, so uh, kind of a blend of a lot of different, Jack Buck, Vin Scully, you hear different voices, uh, people who took their craft seriously and enjoyed what they were doing. So it's, it's kind of, a, but mostly uh, Johnny Carson and that even yeah, Howard sure. Stern, great interviewers. People who were great interviewers always stood out to me, uh, even as a kid, and I still look for that today. Plus, you can hear it uh, when you do your broadcast, uh, Chris, because uh, it's a little uh, a little devilish quality sometimes. Some, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, there, there, there is. Some comes out. Yeah, that, that little kind ball. of maya, you know. But I, I, quick story. You remember Johnny Carson did the oh, I did not know that kind of yeah. thing. So we're doing a late sports center, and they're filling time at the end on ESPN. This is my years back they're in Connecticut. Halcyon years, yes, of back. ESPN. They were the golden years before. <laughs> but and so we would fill time at the end, and they would, I would throw the guy would throw out a nugget. You know, I'm doing the show, and I'd sure. say I did not know that. And so you know, we're watching it. People go, let's run, let's call that segment that. So well, we can't. That's Johnny Carson. So we called it. Did you know? which they had for years. Remember? Uh, kind sure, of a, yeah. So years later, I'm in L.A. I see at the tennis center, uh, there's a tennis event, Mercedes-Benz Open. Johnny Carson is there. It's my one chance to meet my idol. Sure. I walk over, and I say, you know, in the area, I hate to bother you, sir. And I'm, excuse me, I, I, I just, I'm Chris Myers. I'm a, he goes, I, I know who you are. And I said, well, I, I just, if you know that we have this Did You Know segment on The Late Show, and I said it came from us saying, I, you know, I did not know that by watching you. I said it was a great influence. And I was very nervous for usually I'm sure. not interviewing. And a true story. Uh, he looked at me and said, I, I did not know that and walked away. And that was it. True story. Can't make it. It's in the ESPN book. Man, beautiful anecdote uh, brought to if you, you remember, by Rum Dingers, the only rum ball with a caffeine booster. Uh, man. <laughs> was that an anecdote? Is that what that was? Okay. That, that was impressive. No, okay. I, I mean Johnny Carson and have him actually tell a joke to tag the anecdote and get the hell out is impressive. Always on stage. All right. Answer me this. 2010. Okay. You presented the Super Bowl trophy to the Saints because Der- Terry Bradshaw was sick. Did you make Terry Bradshaw sick? Oh, I just I kept him up all night drinking bourbon and we were talking. And I mean, you know, that's no, it. He bourbon's the not going to do it with Terry so, Bradshaw. He uh, could probably pound a Costco-sized bourbon no, in he, Well, he's from Louisiana. He got excited. It was a last-minute thing on the sideline, but it was, oh, a, it, was a, it was a great <laughs> it was a great honor for the Saints who thought they were going again until that recent missed call against the Rams, although the Rams earned that victory. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, they showed uh, just a slow-mo of that entire play. And uh, yeah, there was uh, there was like a rabbit <laughs> punch to a guy's ear. <laughs> it looked another like boxing. Was, yeah. Another guy, another guy had bolo punch to the back of the neck. They were holding. They lit a guy's pants on fire. All of this on the Saints side before the actual violation the cameras caught. So, uh, so you're describing that, you know, that escalated quickly. You know, an anchor man when they start the fight, there's a trident in the hole. It's like that, that, that that play as they played it on and on. Everybody's oh, he was hammering. He was, you know, he was holding. A, it was crazy. Anyway, and, well, and you know. 
know, uh, uh, the rules are stacked against defensive backs right now anyway. So uh, once in a while you get away with a... a a shot to the Adam's apple that's two <laughs> seconds early. Hey, you get away with it. Yeah, nobody got hurt. I mean, play <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. Big deal. Now, listen, you covered them all. Uh, uh, you've covered uh, uh, baseball. You've done football. Uh, you've done NASCAR. Uh, you know, first of all, before I ask that question, yeah. uh, weirdest moment you had covering NASCAR? Because that's kind of a weird sport to cover. <laughs> well, no, everybody, most everybody can relate to their cars. They either drive a car or ride in a car, go somewhere in a car. So think of guys who are skilled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're in a booth. I don't mean the sports so, nutty. I mean just covering it. Yeah. You're in a booth. There's a giant track. The it tracks is. It's, are, it's, are, 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 they are. And the pits, is uh, that's where the action is. Yeah. Uh, you know, where they come in, and it, that's amazing to watch. You've got this team of whatever, 9, 10. They've limited the number now of pit crew members that hop over the wall. They change tires, windshield. I mean, if things could happen that fast, would you go to a, a car dealer uh, yeah, exactly, or a car yeah. to get your car uh, cleaned up or, or fixed up? Uh, but well, they so, give me the bums rush that so, fast when I walk into a Mercedes so, yeah, well, they can smell me coming a mile away. <laughs> this guy doesn't have the cash. That's, they give know the, right away. Yeah, give him the pit crew rush out of here. Boom. But, and, and, you know, the one guy, it's the worst moment when there's a, a, guy, a car leading by a mile, uh, literally, and, they, you know, the, the guy leaves a lug nut off. And then you, as the guy, t- the tire goes flying. <laughs> so that's uh, – my. I actually had that happen to me driving on a highway once, which was a very embarrassing moment. Yeah, somebody moment. left you uh, so, a lug nut off? <laughs> it was me changing a tire really? on, a, on, a, on an RX-7, if you remember those. Sure, the yeah. Mazda RX-7. Yeah. Hey, very good. With that little sloping hatch Yes, on yeah, the back. it was kind of like a, uh, the poor man's jag back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, poor Jaguar. man's jag. And then uh, you thought, man, this is cool. I'm going to get the chicks in this. And then you realize your golf clubs don't even fit in the back. <laughs> right. It looks like there's more room back there than there isn't. Yeah, so you got to go golfing with like a seven iron and a putter. <laughs> And then you look like an idiot out on the course because you're at Riviera or someplace. Uh, so, so in the booth, uh, hardest thing to uh, do. You, do you kind of you never want you never want to uh, you know uh, hope for anything bad on the track? Right. But yeah, because that's the action, right? You People. know, you kind of hope for a spin out or somebody starts smoking or something, right? The risk reward is along with right. skill of drivers. That's what you hope. You never want anybody to get seriously hurt, but right. you, you right. certainly love it. Rubbin's racer, right? When the cars collide yeah, or somebody yeah, yeah. noses somebody out, and then the guy gets out of the car and throws his helmet, the driver's upset. But what the uh, TV does show it, it makes it look easy, and it's not when you're going 200 miles an hour with 40 other cars right and you're on a track as big as the track is it's still it's brutal four lanes of the 101 freeway so, brutal. Yeah. amazing athletes yeah and uh something in common uh, with uh, baseball players hand-eye coordination which uh, no no oh, well no? yeah probably that that would be a legitimate thing i, I was thinking <laughs> what like, were you thinking when they go to fight oh. uh, like you know like oh, in baseball yeah. when there's going to be a fight like the pitcher beans somebody and then the, the batter Kind of eyeballs him and right. then drops his bat and he charges out there. And like in, in, in NASCAR, uh, like somebody bumps somebody or spins him out and then uh, he stops and they wave him down and then the two drivers get out and they're all really super angry and then nothing ever happens. I've yeah. seen better fights at airline ticket counters. <laughs> and and they, they have their helmet on their Hans device. Yeah, all this are, so they're not, they're not going to, they, they tap on the little the visor yeah. to like, let me in there. I'm going <laughs> to take a cut. But, yeah, so what are you going to hit? You're going to break your hand. Yeah. That advice brought to you by Scornflakes. 
openly mock nutrition with triple fat scornflakes. All right, let's talk Westminster Kennel Club show. It's coming up, baby. Uh, this is the biggest dog show in the world. Uh, how do you prep for this? Do you hang out at a Petco for a month, shine a lot, or creepy, or how do you even? What do you? How do you do it? Yes, well, first of all, I have dogs. Uh, my wife's involved in a in a major dog animal rescue type of thing. So Man, I, we, I never we, even we, thought of that. We've had three personal experience. Yeah, yeah that's that's the first thing, right? To sure. be around. I've, I've grown up with a dog. We've always had dogs, so that's one step. But there are. This is very different. This is a, almost kind of a beauty contest. You got to meet the standard, fit the breed. So these are uh, this is the highbrow end of things. You study the breeds, and then you narrow it down. There's basically the seven groups before you get to best in show, which is the ultimate. Yeah. In other words, thought of as the perfection dog. And the hard part about it is how, how does a Chihuahua compete with a Great Dane or a, yeah. a wire fox terrier? And you're not competing directly there. You're competing with the best ever or the, the standard, the yeah. breed standard of that particular dog. Now, before we get to the, uh, the, the those shows... Are there anything I don't know that much about dog shows? Are there any like uh, compulsory figures or anything that the dogs have to do before? No, they do have separately, and they've added recently uh, the agility drills, which are they have. yes, they have on, on the side. You'd like that because they yeah. run through hoops and jump over things, mm. and they time them. And uh, sure, pretty soon a Miss Congeniality, and then a yes. talent competition. There, well, no, we don't have the talent yet, but we do have. But the best in show is is the cream of the crop. That's impressive. So you you actually study all this because I I, I I lost track uh, thirty seconds in. I could not keep track. I don't I do not have the ability to do the amount of homework you must need to do the Westminster Kennel Club show. Now, uh, do they have a, a little green room for you guys, where you guys can so, relax? You can yeah, sit and, out there and marathon through the sporting group, and then boom, straight into the hunting see, dogs. You do, yeah, very good. You and have the herd. You go have, into the uh, the toy group. Very good. You've done your you've done yeah, your homework then there's here. The, uh, the uh, dogs that don't fit any other group. They got a group, a good name for them. I can't remember the, what it well, is. Well, the, the interesting thing is some of the most popular breeds of dogs. The, the outcasts. The I golden. Think they no, call we don't them. have no? that yet. But there, the there could be a category for that. They probably should have that. <laughs> sure. uh, the golden retrievers never won. The Shizu has never won. No. Although you can say that differently if well, you want. Sure, I'd say Shizu. And it's a, it's a, uh, it's ex- an exciting time. You, know, because... you, you can't. Uh, you, I'm sorry, but you yes. can't say Shizu. No, you have to be you, careful. Yeah, you'll you know, get caught even on hashtag thing, and they'll wash you right out of box. You don't want that. Well, yes. So the excitement you can. Feel it. Yeah, well, the hard part is, uh, okay, to me, it's very opinionated towards the end of, even though you have the standard breed, right. yeah, what if two dogs are fitting their, the, the, the German Shepherd fits perfectly with the uh, the French Bulldog? Uh, you know, so how do you how do you decide between the two? Yeah. Somebody has to has to win. Last year, the Bajan Friche was a bit of an upset winner. They don't necessarily call it that, but the year before, Rumor, the German Shepherd won, uh, which was a very, yeah. very popular choice. Yeah, 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 very popular. And uh, the two dogs fitting uh, perfectly together. I'm not sure how that works. But you know, I, I can would go behind closed doors. Yeah, with that. we might Fit have right to... into the bulldog. I'll, like you said. I'll throw that out there. But we have from a broadcast standpoint. You've done a lot of different events. That's sexual double entendre brought to you by Motorboats, the restaurant that's just a little more fun than Hooters. I, I have done a lot of events. Go ahead. Why are you? Well, part? no, I want to make the point, uh, Chad, about the uh, that you, since you've covered a lot of sports, it's like anything else. Though uh, when you do NASCAR, you do football. You're you're the play by play, the announcer guy. You have 
your analyst. You're yeah. either former coach, former player, former driver. Former or in this dog. Case, you have a former no, dog. No, I have a former, well, someone who showed dogs, who, oh. jo- who was Ooh, a yeah. judge with the dog. So they know all the ins and outs. That's that's a little bit out of my territory, but certainly you have to study and, and do your homework. So that's it is, impressive. It, so you it, can throw it. You have somebody there to Yeah, to help to. off when I don't understand why if the dog is doing something unusual or the, the yeah. judge is taking extra time, hey, help us out. What's going on doing here? Some kind of pirouette or something. Yeah, people like well. that's what people at home want to see. They want to see the yeah. dog do something other than prance around. And yes, that's yeah. what humans respond to. Is when the dog goes, "There's a treat in his suit pocket." I'm going right for there it. There you go. That's right. They call that. Yeah, they they, they, love they that. watch that closely. So you're excited. You're looking forward to it. Yeah, I do. This, is, this will be the third year Fox has uh, and FS1 has it for the next. I don't know, seven or eight years, and wow. we're, we're trying to expand it and make it, and that's where the agility comes in, and trying to make it more palatable for not just uh, those that show dogs, but dog lovers and fans of a sporting competition, which is one of the trivia questions I have for you a little later, oh, about yeah. how, how long it's gone on and how oh, successful yeah. it's now, been. Uh, Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah, it's live yeah, yeah, yeah. at MSG, where, you know, the whole of the Knicks. And I have noticed uh, that, uh, that uh, there is still an element of the sort of, shall I say, traditional Madison Square Garden crowd yeah. uh, that comes in. Because uh, there's a lot of people in uh, Texas, and then there's uh, some guys naked from the waist up with bite me written on their chest. That I haven't seen. Yeah, but, but they're just screaming from they're the just, cheap seats. They're just, well, they yeah, probably yeah, couldn't uh, get their dog entered in at, at that right, particular right. time. Yeah, but exactly. it's, a, it's a, you know, you, when you talk about all the events that, you know, whether Schnauzer it's a... Schnauzer suck! Stuff like that, just heckling. <laughs> Actually, you could hear, almost like at a golf, uh, the yeah. Phoenix Open, you get that Bye, crowd... <laughs> get the crowd going. All the events you do, Super Bowls, World Series, this is the Super Bowl of dog shows, the Westminster yeah, Absolutely. Kennel Club. Yeah. Absolutely. Hitting, hitting them with the hind at the at the <laughs> Westminster Kennel Club show. All right, listen, folks. I got a bonafide big-time sportscaster with me here. Time for Advice Where? Corner. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actual <laughs> takeaway from the great Chris Myers. All right, Chris, I'm just going to ask you some questions. Uh, answer them straight as you can. You never know. My listeners uh, have personal problems and uh, sometimes need advice. Uh, okay. Quick way to cut off an interview that's not going well. Because well, you've done sideline reporting, yeah. you've done interviews in the booth. I interviewed O.J. Simpson live on, on Up Close, uh, the first yeah, one to first do that. first one after. Yeah, after all, so, yeah. You, well, when it's not going well, you don't get violent. But you, if you did your homework, you've got to find an avenue. What makes the person the most comfortable? That's 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 where you go. And if it's, if it's not going really well, you find a way out of it. But if you have time yeah. to fill, you get story, get them to tell stories and then come up with a follow. That The follow always gets the best out of somebody rather than the original question. I hyperventilate. That yeah. seems to that, get that, me out of it. It gets their attention. Yeah. Yeah, everybody realizes, uh-oh, better cut away. <laughs> Best way to get out of soccer duty, because that's the one sport that I see you haven't done, and I believe you've applied a lot of skill <laughs> to somehow avoiding soccer duty. No, I, I enjoy it. Well, I coached my sons in soccer. I tried to actually kind of dump that off on my neighbors and, and uh, family members. So, as because anybody I, would. Because I just didn't, it wasn't as exciting. I didn't know enough about it. No, I wanted them to run it's around. Like improv. So. It looks like improv. It looks uh, it's more fun to do than it is to watch. But I'm not knocking soccer or hockey's another oh, one you I have like, I'll take the bullet. <laughs> You'll take the let's bullet. Let's be honest, we're knocking soccer. I just haven't. I just haven't been assigned to cover soccer. I wouldn't turn it down. The World Cup is always exciting. In World fact, Cup the, is exciting. The women's World Cup is in Paris this year. You should go. <laughs> Be a good place for you to hang out. <laughs> I, I, I'll have to check, uh, Gary, yeah. check to see if I'm legally allowed to leave the country. <laughs> Food to avoid 
in a football press box. Um, well, anything. I always worry about the throat, you know, so popcorn, oh, yeah. popcorn, peanuts, which are great at a sporting event, but not great if you're going to be doing announcing. Things can get yeah, caught yeah, in there. Yeah, too many, oh, too much, so you went professional. Yeah, See, yeah I, go, I went professional. Uh, I go digestive track. So, oh, you're more worried about yeah, that. Yeah, like okay. I don't want to have to get up and leave for the... Third, yeah. entire third quarter. <laughs> so you're, you have to watch the burritos. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, uh, your best travel tip, because you have traveled everywhere. I'm guessing many years, seven, eight months out of the year, you're on the Quite road. a bit. Yeah, NFL every weekend and uh, certainly for events. Well, there, there are a number, but you, if, this is simple. You carry on luggage. That's changed things, right? So you got to have that. I mean, yeah. And, and be, just be very careful with that. And when you're on an airplane, really drink water. Wait till you get to your destination. And then if you want to go. Eat, get hammered, yeah. whatever. Yeah, That's just, the best so way just water to, on the plane. Yeah, water on the plane. Hold the hammer on the hammering right. until you land. Until you land. All right, last uh, advice quarter question. Surefire way to settle your nerves, whether you're in an interview with a, a big sports person, you're a little nervous, or even a, an OJ situation where the situation will will create stress. How do you ground yourself? <laughs> no, to me, comedy, uh, laughter, if I can get there, if I have yeah. something funny, do something funny, get a funny reaction, even if it's not with the person I'm talking to, even if it's somebody in the studio or sure. working the, the or in the crowd or somebody watching. To me, that helps me a lot. That's that's always where I went when I was in a tough situation. And, and you know, I, I yeah, I'm not a doctor, but I think yeah. uh, part yeah. of it is because it takes your mind out. Yeah, so you're relax. not focused. Yeah. You're kind of letting your subconscious take over, and that seems yeah. to be the worst way. Th- yeah, worst thing to do is to get more panicked or yeah, more upset. More yeah, de- yeah. yeah, right. Too focused is a good yeah. way to put that. Lord, I know that. That Advice Corner <laughs> brought to you by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Now it's time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. Chris. These are sports takes hotter than Adam Levine's breath. That's right, Chris Myers here going to talk sports. Fire number one. The eight-team alliance of American football starts this weekend. To paraphrase Kafka, why? Because people love football even when it's out of season. Watch San Antonio in the AAF. Yeah, yeah, because they got coaches there. Daryl Johnston is the general manager at the former. Yeah, they got a New Heisel and Steve Spurrier. <laughs> there and, you uh, go. Don Coriel is uh, doing no, San Diego and think... Marty Schottenheimer as a franchise. Charlie Weiss, I think, is a... He's uh, it's on the radio somewhere, I think. <laughs> Fire number two! Can LeBron pull the Lakers together, or should he just go into producing rom-coms with Judd Apatow now? No, enjoy uh, the Lakers scene. He needs help if they expect to win a championship, but at least they're back on the map. Now, uh, you know, they, they got this other piece. Didn't they make a trade with Detroit? They got some kid, uh, Shepard or something. Well, the, the, the Anthony... They, they, yeah, they lost the Anthony <laughs> Yeah, the Anthony Davis thing didn't, didn't come about. That would have been key for them, but that's what uh, bothers me a little bit about so this mix. And, Matt, you're not going to get here unless you get this guy there. I mean, Golden State... Is, unless they stumble, it, it, it really is difficult for anybody to overhaul their position. Yeah, they're tough to even beat. With, even with the great LeBron. They, they are tough to beat. They're, they're like the hot kid in, in high school. He's going to get all the names. Fire number three! <laughs> now that Cleveland's straightened out, a little bit at least, 
Who has the worst front office in the NFL? Ooh, that's a tough question. And and the the Cleveland front office is still not exactly proven, but no, Baker it's Mayfield a state of flux. It's, uh, but at least they've they've avoided getting assassinated in a back alley behind the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> for God's sake, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take a pass on that. I I'm not sure. I, All right, lean into me and I'll take the ball. Yeah, who do you got? Do you have somebody well, in mind? Because I'd have to think about. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, some. Yeah. I mean, there, what I like about the NFL is there's a cycle of teams. Even the, remember the Eagles were the worst in their in their division, and then they went out and win the Super Bowl. The Rams were awful, couldn't score four yeah. years ago, and they're in the Super Bowl. So. I I would say this, and I don't mean in terms of chaos like Cleveland, uh, uh, but I would say Carolina is is not able to put it together. In defense, they have a new owner, which could have something to do with some of the front office adjusting. Why do you always got to have a I'm just trying to help. Finally, number fire number four. Your Westminster prediction. <laughs> wow, you're putting me on the spot. I, I... hear the Portuguese water dogs on the juice. <laughs> I'll, uh, I hope that a retriever, a, a golden or Labrador retriever, could pull it up. But watch for the collie. The collie was close last wow. year, coming back for maybe his last run. Yeah. And his name is uh, Slick. So uh, that's the early wow. tip if you're betting in Vegas. Wow, the Nick Foles of the Westminster Kennel Club <laughs> show. That fiery four brought to you by Hooker Fish Hooks. Catch the big one with a hooker. Now I understand <laughs> you uh, may have a pop quiz for me. Is that true? We always try to do a pop uh, quiz. Yeah, well, they. Oh, they, hang on. We got a theme song for this. Oh, I almost always oh. forget. Boom, pop, pop quiz. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, we uh, some of the people we wanted to relate it to what we're doing over at Fox. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, because you do everything at Fox. Well, every I, one of these trivia questions as a sport, you're calling. Well, I'm involved in yes, but and and Fox, the great success of Thursday night football. We have the Super Bowl next year on Fox down in Miami, which is my hometown, which will be a lot of fun. But so so this was question number one, and I'm going to go start easy on you. Uh, we all know the Patriots, right? They won the Super Bowl six time, so they're now tied. With which team for most Super Bowl victories in the history of the National Football League? Oh, brother. Pittsburgh. Very good. You're Is one it? for one. Yes, Holy very good. Moly. Made that. All right, so it gets one a little tougher. One might might. My producer, Gary Smith, just ran back into the control booth from his smoke break. He couldn't believe it. All right, they're going to get tougher. The Westminster Kettle Club Dog Show. It's the nation's second longest continuously held sporting event. Right. What is number one? The weak-handed international axe-throwing championships because... It's a bloody mess. This will be the 113th year. <laughs> that may be funny, but it's incorrect. Oh, no. Uh, you want another guess? Or you want uh, me? Let me think. Uh, right. The longest-running uh, uh, sporting event is what you're asking yes, me. Yes, a competition. A sporting competition. It uh, has to do with another animal. Uh, yeah, horse racing. Very okay. Be. The Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby. That's right, right behind. Uh, you know, and they started that with dogs, and uh, they only made about I, half That I didn't know. And I'm they had to, to put all the dogs I'm going to research that. Backstretch. All right, and uh, my colleague There's over. There's a tidbit you can throw out. <laughs> I'll research. See how long I last. Yeah, maybe research it first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff Gordon, the Hall of Fame driver, a popular NASCAR, a colleague of ours over at Fox, just inducted into the NASCAR. Hall of Fame. He's third all-time in career victories with 93 in the NASCAR Cup Series. Who is number one? Uh, uh, old generation or new generation? This will be old school. I'm going to go uh, 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 I'm going to go Kale Yarborough. Oh, he's on the 
That sounds like the right. Yeah, yeah, He's, yeah. And he was a good one, but no, uh, Richard Petty. Richard with Petty, two hundred career wins. Nobody Holy ever. Smokes. Yes, how dominant was he? Richard to be Petty able? drove until he was clearly one hundred and three years old. That's and, impressive. And, I'm one. I'm, uh, I'm one out of three. One out of three. And he's still bad. Richard Petty. Still is part of a uh, sport of, a, of an ownership team that is competing in uh, NASCAR. So Boy, how'd you like to drive for Richard Petty? Uh, Richard Petty's team, and then uh, yeah, he's he a, finished nineteenth. And he goes, "How about you?" you? <laughs> and you see Richard Petty coming down pit, bro. Yeah, he's going, "I won two hundred, kids, so you better get you behind know, those shades." Yes, yeah, the hat. That hat. Yeah, I would literally find a reverse on the car and put it in reverse and get the hell out of it and uh, become an Uber driver. And uh, congrats to uh, Chris Myers because. He got in a plug for Fox 14 times did in you a count three that? question. Really? Notice, I saved that to the end. quiz. <laughs> I did save that till the end. I, I, I shared. Brilliant. Yes, yes. My guest today, the great Chris Myers. Follow him on Twitter at the underscore Chris Myers. The underscore Chris Myers. Watch the Westminster Kennel Club show on Fox. Uh, it's coming up in a couple of days. It's about the cleanest fun you can have on TV. Uh, not a hashtag uh, controversy within a mile of this event. No P2 hashtag. Hashtag, none of that. Uh, oh. Chris, thank you so much for coming. I on. enjoy your show at any time. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse. Follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. You can also no, he's go, funny. He's, you know, funny. he's not a yeah. bad kid either. Yeah, right. uh, I don't know a lot about sports, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, follow him on his new website, JeffCesario.com. Thanks to you guys out there. Huge for tuning in. Support my sponsors, True Car. And betonline.ag. If you want more of me this weekend, I'm up against you, Chris Myers. I'll be in Oklahoma Uh-oh. at Trailer Park State Park calling the National Snarling Dog Show for the Scary Neighbor Network. <laughs> this is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.